Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Aditha Karkara, Chief Data Officer for Deloitte's Government and Public Services. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Dr. Brian Pendleton, Chief Data Officer at the Office of Intelligence and Analysis at the US Department of Homeland Security. Dr. Pendleton, welcome. Thank you, I appreciate you having me. Well, um, as I was reading through your resume, and of course, having worked with you some, uh, really curious to have you talk a little bit about your background in the DHS space, as well as talk to us a little bit about how you landed up with the CDO position. Sure, thanks. Um, absolutely. So I, uh, I came to the Department of Homeland Security in 2011, um, coming out of uh, a prior career in the U.S. Army and the Defense Intelligence Agency before that. And I've had a variety of leadership roles, um, but I came into the organization as an intelligence officer, not, not a data officer or doing anything in the technical space. And sort of throughout the different roles that I've had as a leader at DHS's uh, Office of Intelligence and Analysis, or we, we call it INA, so I may refer to INA throughout the conversation today. But um, in 2016, uh, I was asked to lead a, a technical uh, intelligence group that uh, you know leverages computer and digital forensics to do their work. And when I took on that role, I think what I saw was one of my biggest challenges was the fact that we had a very large backlog of, of data that needed to be um, that needed to be uh, made sense of. Uh, but we had a very, very small staff, and all of our processes were very manual in nature. And so you know to solve that problem, I was able to sort of bring in some lean approaches. Uh, if you have a, a background in Lean Six Sigma, and bring in some lean approaches and um, and sort of contract professionals to come in and, and automate a significant amount of the processing that we were doing and leverage machines to quickly make sense of that data and find intelligence value out of it and then disseminate that intelligence to, to those who needed it. And I think it was sort of um, the successes of applying technology and partnering humans with machines that um, was the, the basis upon which our leaders asked me to come in and lead the CDO organization, um, and and that came as part of a broader transformation within our, our IT enterprise, um, where uh, it's kind of a transformation of a customer-centric perspective and having been sort of the customer that the CIO would have uh, been serving, um, they thought that I might be able to bring that customer perspective to bear, uh, kind of paired with my sort of newfound technical leadership uh, capabilities from from my prior role. That's a fantastic journey, um, Brian. Um, so you started off as an intelligence officer, landing up in the data space and bringing together uh, human and intelligence together to solve the mission of DHS INA. Uh, would you expand a little bit more for our audience on the mission of DHS INA and how does your day-to-day -day work actually provide value to citizens like us? So the CDO organization in our in, in INA was kind of informal and the role wasn't formalized. Uh, it's kind of started out, the organization realized they had a need for a CDO back in 2018, but it wasn't actually formalized until uh, January of 2021 when my predecessor took on the role. And then I came over in 2021 in December. So uh, very, um, uh, very quick transition there. But 
when I came in, you know, I think I asked myself very much the same question is what, what really is the role of a CDO in this organization? And, you know, for me, answering that question has been a matter of reflection on why our organization was even created in the first place. And if you think back in history, because history really matters here, um, you know, in the aftermath of 9-11 and the failures of the U.S. government broadly to connect the dots, um, it became really clear to me that my job was all about the dots. It was all about finding the information or helping our intelligence professionals find the data and information they needed um, to do their work and identify threat actors. And, and I think that's the work that we do every day across the intelligence workforce. And our job is to support that effort. And, you know, when I, when I think about, I think about what, um, you know, Senator Lieberman explained at the time that the Homeland Security Act was passed. And uh, there's a quote uh, that he said, you know, we're creating a new intelligence division, INA, that's focused on threats to our homeland, uh, that's equipped to truly connect the intelligence and law enforcement dots from federal, state, and local agencies, from human and signals intelligence, from closed and open sources, from law enforcement and foreign sources. And these dots um, were not connected before September 11th. And we lived, unfortunately, to experience the disastrous consequences of that failure. So in a nutshell, you know, my job is all about the dots and that those dots are the data information. And it's my job uh, within the organization that I lead, it's our work to help identify which sources of dots are relevant to help analysts identify threats. Uh, my team and I work on their behalf to lawfully negotiate and acquire appropriate access to those dots um, in close collaboration with our oversight offices. Uh, we then work to make those dots available to our intelligence workforce within the boundaries of appropriate protection, security, and use. Um, and we provide our workforce with, and other intelligence partners with advanced analytics support to help make sense of those, those dots and connect them. So not only do we provide the dots and govern the dots, but we also uh, provide support, technical support to partner uh, humans and machines uh, to more quickly identify threat actors. And so, you know, I think I also partner with many others across the Directorate for Technology and Data Services at INA to bring capabilities and tools to bear to assist those analysts in doing their work. But that's that's really, um, you know, my work in terms of day-to-day -day responsibilities. I, I oversee the, the data strategy for the organization, its composition. I oversee all the data governance, data management, um, data federal records, asset management, data architecture, data science, data engineering, um, to include, um, you know, artificial intelligence and its sort of sub-disciplines like machine learning applied to um, intelligence analyses. So um, many other sort of subordinate titles and roles to do all of that work, but that really in a nutshell is, is sort of what I do. And I think what the CDO role exists to do. Wow. Uh that's a lot that you just talked about, Brian. So as I'm trying to unpack some of those comments, what I absolutely loved is how you helped us connect the mission of DHS INA and what it means to the broader intelligence community and what it means to uh, citizens like us when you talk about items like national security. So uh, you talked about your role incorporating not only data strategy, 
also the AI office, also collaborating with other divisions and components of DHS. That, that's a pretty broad role. And as I talk to other CDOs in the federal space, you know, I always find it interesting that each CDO role is slightly different, you know, we're, sure. we're all living in the federal space, but uh, slightly different in each organization that I talk to. So I'm curious uh, for your organization, where does the CDO role fit in your ops model and how do you collaborate with your key stakeholders? Absolutely. So um, it actually, the, the role was outside of the, the CIO organization um, when it was created formally. Um, and it was brought into the, uh, the CIO organization, which, which we call the Directorate for Technology and Data Services. Um, uh, when I was asked to, to come lead the role and part of my initial task was figuring out how to integrate that well uh, into um, what now is the, the Directorate for Technology and Data Services, so the IT organization. But I will tell you that, you know, I, and you know, I, I talk to my colleagues across government and industry and, you know, CDO, they, they fall under lots of different places in businesses and, and organizations for a variety of reasons. But my experience really is that um, this is a really optimized place for our organization to be. And the reason for that in my mind is that like sort of any of the capabilities that we want to bring to bear and deliver for our intelligence workforce, like I need that my partners across divisions within our directorate are um, key dependencies on my ability to actually deliver anything. You know, even our business management office in assisting us with establishing our contracts to um, our sort of cloud team in the ops and engineering team, they provision the environments that we work in um, the, the CISO is, you know, scanning and testing and approving and, and authorizing us to, to operate and connect to systems mm -hmm. securely. And, you know, maybe even one of the closest groups I work with is our mission solutions division, uh, because anytime, you know, we might do a rapid solutioning for, for our intelligence workforce, if there's a need to scale that solution to an enterprise level, uh, we're going to have to build an enterprise kind of industrial strength solution um, that is beyond the scope of what our team uh, does like within our own boundaries. And so we work very, very closely. You know, I have data professionals who are matrix to, to IT project teams to support um, those types of development efforts. And so everything is about um, partnerships and relationships. And um, there are so many interdependencies that it really is the best organization uh, across INA for us to be located in. Thank you so much for sharing your time, your experiences with us today. I know the audience is really going to benefit from everything you shared today, Brian. Thank you so much. And I hope to connect again, maybe later in the year as you move forward with your data strategy. Thank you for your time today. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you, Editor.